Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Food, Wine, and Whiskey. I am Rob, your host, and on the show tonight, it's been a while, my wife Sandra. How are you doing, babe? I'm doing good. You're doing good? You excited? I know you're not excited, but <laughs> I've twisted her arm. I told her, let's have a fun conversation, reluctantly, um, I and said with, yes. the, with the persuasion of some champagne, here she is. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> I'm here. I'm excited. Are you excited? Are you seriously excited? Right. Yes. You I are? am. Yes. Okay. Yes. So this episode, Sandra and I are going to do one of our salad bowl episodes. So we're going to pull from the salad bowl okay. that we have in our house. And this, again, is a, a little series that we like to do where uh, we have friends and people who come over and we have some paper out, and they just write a food, wine, whiskey-related type of topic or question or whatever, and uh, we throw it in this bowl. We pull them out randomly on these episodes and just kind of talk about it. So that's what we're doing today. So it looks like you're, you're already pulling out of the bowl. You're ready to I fire did. first. I'm ready. All right, fire away. What's the first topic? The first topic. Okay. When you need comfort food, what do you cook? Ooh. You want me to answer this first? Yes, because I don't cook. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> what do you like to eat when you have comfort food? Comfort food for me, like if I'm going to do a dinner, I think my answer there would be, I mean, time of year, me and Carter talked about this a few times, always matters. You know, what time of year are you in? And we're in the winter time right now. So if I'm going to think comfort food right now for me, it's going to be like chicken fried chicken or chicken fried backstrap, you know, with some nice cream gravy, some mashed taters and some uh Good bacon, garlic, green beans. Okay. Comfort food for me. Gosh. Uh, so I'm... Hmm. A salad with what? <laughs> well, yes. I normally go for salad. But I think this time when I thought comfort food, I'm thinking more of a soup. Some kind of soup okay. is a really good comfort food, especially during the, the winter times. And one that we don't ever cook on a regular would be my caldo de res, which is more like a meat soup, Mexican meat soup. I thought you were And gonna... that's very comforting to me. It's something I don't cook or we don't cook often, but it's something that I truly enjoy and it's very nostalgic to me. That's what it more is for you. Yes. Than comforting as far as... Well, it's, I mean, a, it's it, it a comfort is. food. It, it is, is it's, but it's also takes you back. Yes, and I think that's where the comfort comes in it oh, okay. doesn't i'm thinking be... comfort like warms you up fills you up well and you're ready it for does that good. too it does that too i thought you <laughs> might say when you started with soup the bisques or something like that oh in and the bread you see i'm more of a like i've told you before Broth. i'm more of a brothy soup okay. person and i like maybe a chicken tortilla soup but that's where my caldo de res comes in because it's more hearty beef uh broth based soup okay you ready for the next question yes What's the most adventurous dish you've eaten? Oh, I, I can tell you that right now. Well, okay. I wouldn't say it's a, well, maybe it's an appetizer or a dish. I don't know if you would call that. I know where you're going, I think. Grasshoppers. No, crickets. Oh, is, was that, okay, crickets. Yeah. Yes. Choc, was it chocolate covered? Chocolate covered. Chocolate covered crickets. crickets. That was very chocolate covered crickets i think we had those at a mexican restaurant hugo's. here hugo's yeah. yes that would be my most adventurous meal and the other thing would be aside from crickets would be um and maybe it's not so adventurous for some, a lot of people but it was for me is uh octopus and i'm not a fan 
You're not a fan? No. And you think that's adventurous? For me. What would you say makes a meal adventurous? Because it's just something that's something not typically eaten? Something out of the box, eaten? yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not By you or just in general? Not well, if we're talking about me, it'd be something out of the box for me. Okay, I would agree. But for other people, I mean, I don't think a lot of people eat crickets on a well, regular. Hugo's begs to differ. Yes. <laughs> okay, for me, you know my answer, right? No. My most adventurous dish I've eaten. I don't know. Sandra. Where was I stationed? Oh. Oh. Yeah, I do. I, do. I don't like it. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that I, I, I don't think I could do that. Yeah. But, you know, part of what you go through when you're over there back 25 it's, years it's, ago, it's 30 a, years ago. Yeah, it's a delicacy, I guess, in that country. I don't know if it's a delicacy. Or it's, it's a meal in yeah. the country. So, I, I'm not even sure anymore if they do, but back then they did. I hope Korea. not. Okay. So, next next topic. You ready okay, to go yeah. on? Oh, yes. Here. Okay. Which food is the hardest to eat in moderation? Potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> that was my answer, too. That's your answer? Yes, potato I mean, chips. You can't eat those in moderation no, at all. You can't put a bag. You just can't grab a bag and go sit on the no. couch because that's dangerous. Okay, so aside from chips, because we both agree on that, what would you pick? Um, aside from chips, let me see. And is it a food or? It's at a food is the hardest to eat in moderation. In moderation, a food, a food, not Uh, a meal, not a. It's a food. uh, I'm trying to think of what you get or can have a lot of in front of you, where you can kind of overdo it. You know, like a bag of chips. I already have one. You do okay. Then you go while I'm thinking. French fries. Well, again, does that fall in chips? Well, I don't think it falls in chips, but it depends on the size of your order. Because you if can you, if always you, overeat on fries. Well, Do you want to know a place that you, a, a certain five restaurant? Guys. Okay, yeah, you can overdo. Okay, I'll go with another one. I'll, okay. I'll do a Carter. Okay, do a Carter. I How got, many you got? I got another one. Okay. <laughs> uh, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is a good one. That's a pretty good one because you can go back. Okay, then that makes me think kind of in that casserole kind of dish. I've been known to go back more than once for a big slice of lasagna. That you can kind of overeat. That's so heavy. I know. That's why it's indulging. It's overdoing it. But the... Okay. Not a good answer? It's your answer, so it's a good answer. That's it. No, that's... that's I ate two bananas (laughs) instead of one? It's supposed to be something that's an indulgence. Okay, okay. It's it's your indulgence. lasagna. Yeah, Yeah, lasagna. Yeah, I can overdo it with lasagna. Then after I'm done... Well, why couldn't it be bread? Well, for you, it would be. Bread. Okay. Okay, you're next. Okay. Pick one. Let's see what you got. I have to say, this champagne is amazing that we're drinking right now. Okay, here's the next question. And this is Charles Heitzek Brute Reserve that we're drinking. I love it. Very good. Very good. Love it. Okay, what is the most overrated and underrated seafood. Overrated and underrated seafood. I'd say overrated lobster. Okay. Mm. Underrated. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Underrated, maybe crawfish. Okay. Depends on where you're at. 
for crawfish. Well, that is true. I mean, because there's a lot of things you can do with crawfish, I think. I don't well, know. You're I, more I'm of taking, a cook. I, do, I just I'm eat taking the, food. the underrated as, you know, you really like it and you don't see the masses who really enjoy that seafood. It's not, you know, highlighted on menus or not thought of to cook a lot when you say seafood, but it's something you go, but I love it, man. I just don't think enough people enjoy it. It's really good. So do you have something that falls in that category? It's something you don't see a lot on menus that people, I, I, I can't think of anything. Uh, I mean, I like seafood. I, I guess I tend to go more to the basics. I'm not very advent, adventurous. Maybe, I, I wouldn't say a seafood, but maybe a type of seafood like sushi. You think it's underrated? Yeah, I don't think a lot. Well, no, a lot of people... People like sushi, yeah. I, I underrated is hard. You think it's yeah. covered pretty yeah, well. Yeah, it is. Overrated, I'm going to agree with you. I think it's, uh, for me anyway, it's it's lobster. Yeah, I think it's... I think cost to what you get, there's other things I'd rather have. Absolutely. Uh, you know, scallops, bay scallops, I mean not bay scallops, sea scallops being one of them. You know, I'd rather have that. Uh, some nice prawns, something like that. But lobster, it's because of the cost. I think that's what it is. Which makes it overrated. And you How can have, you have a lot pay. of other stuff it's instead good. of lobster. Yeah, it's not that it's not good. It's good. It's just not blow you away good where you don't, you, you don't mind spending When you spending think of whatever. lobster, you think it's, oh, it's going to be fancy and fabulous. And it can be, but I think it's just way too expensive for what you get. I don't think this is a seafood. Let me see. Underrated seafood for me, I, I guess I would say... I think they're inexpensive, but you can do a lot with them, and they're not used as much as I would think they would be, would be mussels. Oh. I like a mussels dish. You do see it in a lot of restaurants, you know, a white wine and mussels. But I think there's so many other things that you can do with those. And to me, the value there, the reason I say they're underrated is they're so inexpensive. And you can get, you know, from Prince Edward Island, you can get some really oh, good yeah. ones, fresh and things like I, that. I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I'm sure so. there's a lot more seafood out there that I'm not aware of that is probably very underrated. Yeah. So, mussels underrated, and I agree with you, lobster overrated. Yeah. I, I could do without lobster. Okay, let me pick out another one. Hang on. Let's see. Okay, what are your favorite food regions in the U.S.? So what, 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 let's define what a region is. Is it a, an area like the south, the southwest, the west coast, or is California its own region? I'd say, okay, let's break it up this way. East coast, which is like the northeast. Okay. Um, south, maybe Georgia, all the way to Alabama or some Mississippi, Louisiana. I would say, yeah, I would say Louisiana. And then Southwest, all of Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. Okay. I would agree with that. And West coast would be all the way from California to Oregon, Seattle, Washington. I think California kind of stands on its own. I agree. And then, I don't know, what's in the North, what's in the North? Seattle. I mean, the north. Seattle has great food up in the Northwest. I wouldn't even know what they what's their typical. You know. But California has that diversity of kind of foods that you can okay, get. Okay, so how I'd many are say, we giving? Three. Uh, yeah, we can give three. I don't know if I have three, but I'll give three. You're gonna go first. Yeah, I'll okay. go first. Okay. I don't even have to do a Carter. I've got three. Just three. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Um, are, are we going to go three, two, and then to your number one? Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's, start let's with do number that. Three. three. Three would be um, South, meaning um, maybe some Louisiana food, Cajun food. But uh, I think the South, crawfish. the South can be a lot. So it can be like your fried Cajun, chicken. Oh greens, yeah. And there all that. you go. You got okay. soul food and fried chicken, and so I think okay, that's a South. great region okay. to get into. South. South. Okay. Yeah. That's number the Southern three. region. Okay. Southern number three. region. Okay, and that includes like all your collard greens and fried chicken and your Cajun. And your peach cobblers and things yeah. like that. Okay, yeah. and then this is a really hard one for me because I grew up in El Paso, and so I like a lot of the Southwest That's number Mexican two? foods. Well, no, this is a tie for one and two. I, I guess maybe one. A, one A, one B? Yeah. Okay. Because. So I am Paulina Carter. I'm making my own rules. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> so I would probably say I love all the Mexican Southwest foods. And along with that, I'd have to go California with all the, or Baja, Southern California maybe, if you will, um, the fish and the Southern uh, Mexican style if Baja you can, cooking. If you can take all so of California, why wouldn't you take all of California? Yeah, I, okay. I'll take all of California, yeah. all of the From cover San Francisco. California, all the way down to Texas. Sure, why not? So that's what that's my A1, 1A and 1B. Okay. And I can't even say which one is A and B because I like them both, all Man, that I'm type of food. I'm trying to decide if I would be different than you, but I, I don't think I would be. I think uh, my number three would be California, that region. I think... Just the food in California is very good. From Northern California down to Southern California. Mm-hmm. You can't count Baja. That's not California. That's Mexico. Okay. Well, I, I like all that. San Diego. That's down San Diego. That that's what I call the Baja. Yeah. Baja um, I think it's great food. And there's such diversity in whatever kind of food you want. And I think cultures within that region are also represented. If you want Asian food or, yep. you know, there's some good Italian spots or pizza places, things like that. So I think California is just a great food state. They, they really do a lot of things very well. Yes. Um, and then my number two would be the South. Oh. I, I like the South as well. I think the Cajun type of food that you can get especially in New Orleans. You know, I know there's some other parts of the South, you know, when you get into Mississippi and, but, you know, fish mm-hmm. fries and things like that and Southern kind of cooking. And you mentioned it with the collard greens. I love like collard that. greens. I think that food is just amazing. Um, so I, I like that very well. And then I also love, you know, Hispanic food. So the Southwest type of foods and flavors. So is that your number three? That's my or number, your one. number one. Yeah, Southwest. Okay. So California, three, okay. South, two, and then... Uh, Southwest being Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. With that, so I think that's it. kind of funny that we didn't pick anything on the East Coast. I, when you when I say East Coast food, what do you think? Crabs. We're not talking about. Oh, okay. We're talking about Maryland. <laughs> Maryland crab. <laughs> I mean, yes, you got a little blue crab. TMI there, honey. Stop. Those people aren't that bad. <laughs> No, I'm thinking blue crabs and the thinking Maryland. Of yeah, you know what? Yeah. That's I, I, you know, I guess my mind went right up to seafood as well, but up into the Northeast. You know, more into the Boston area. 
when you start thinking about lobsters, which we already said was overrated in yeah. our opinion. Well, it doesn't but, have to uh, be lobsters. You know, clam, clam bakes, clam bakes and things like that. Uh, I would say the East Coast, you know, when, if you're going to get New York into there, man, again, we talked about California having all these different cultures and ethnicities that are represented East in the East Coast food. does a lot, too. Has Indian a ton food. Of it. Has a ton of it. So, But I'm just thinking about... Italian. I, you could pick those regions for that reason because of the diversity within those states. But I was trying to think of more food that represents those states. And I think California has a type of food that represents California. The South does as well. And so does the Southwest. See, when so, I think of East Coast, I think Italian or uh, yeah, I could seafood. See that. Yeah, I could see that. Then I think, what what would Midwest be? More meat and potatoes? Meat and potatoes with some corn. Corn? That's where I grew up. <laughs> meat, potatoes, and corn. We can do potatoes a lot of different ways. And <laughs> corn, for that matter. Cream corn, sweet baby corn, corn on the top, corn casserole. Cornbread. Cornbread. <laughs> okay, you're next. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Let's, get... Let's see what's next. What's up? If you hear any pitter-patter in here, it's our dog thinks he needs to be a part of the show. Bear thinks he's the show mascot. Well, Does pineapple belong on pizza? Yes. This, yes, we can move on. That's a very <laughs> short. I'll read another one because <laughs> you're not going to convince me. I think make a pizza any way you like. but And I like a little sweet on I do my too. There's, pizza. There's a place for that. You don't no, have to have just... Um, m- Traditional? Uh, pe- yeah, traditional cheese, um, mo- mozzarella, or what is tomato. You don't need just that. You need a little sweet. Everybody likes a little sweet. And, you know, I always say, you know, eat it the way you want, but I don't think there's anything you can say shouldn't be on a pizza. To me, a pizza gives you that freedom to be as creative as you want. Right. So anything you want to put on it, that's, that's up to you. There might be some things you want to put on there that I would go, I wouldn't, but doesn't mean it's wrong. Right. Okay, here you go. You ready? Okay. Shoot. Do you like the middle or the edge of your brownies? Oh, I like the edge. Do you really? I do. I don't like the middle. I like the crunchy edge part, the crust. I like I like all the crusty parts. I'm a ooey gooey sinner. I know. I like a hard cookie, and I like the edge of a cake. I like the edge of a pie. I like the edge of a brownie I so like the you crust. don't want like. square cut pizza with no crust you no like crust. i like the crust you want crust okay. yes i don't like square cut in the middle i no no you no. need some edge yes on every bite yes. on every piece i mean yes yeah okay i always ask you for the crusts yeah I, I, i'm pizza. okay doing that because yeah. i like to eat the toppings and i can give you the crust yeah i like the crust Okay, you ready to go to the next one? Okay. That was pretty quick. I mean, I yeah. don't think there's a lot of discussion I don't think there's there. a lot. No, yeah. no, there isn't. Um, let's see here. What do we have? What's your favorite holiday cookie recipe? Uh, thumbprint. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, but I thought you would also say there's another one I thought you would say. You have an honorable mention? Uh, snickerdoodle. I knew it. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what are yours? My favorite holiday cookie. You know what? I don't ever make them, but I absolutely love them when people bake them and give them out. Are your sugar cookies like some kind of design uh-huh. on those? I love or in the shape a of good a Christmas tree sugar or cookie. Okay, I, I don't make that. them because I don't have a very good recipe for them, and I'm not very good at decorating. But I love a sugar cookie. I don't ask you for one because I'm not a huge fan of sugar cookies, but I, I know that 
they have their place and some people love them. I love a sugar cookie. But I do still love the thumbprint cookies because it's just a, been a tradition in our family. Because that's a holiday cookie. I mm-hmm. mean, to me, like a, a peanut butter cookie or, a, you know, a chocolate chip cookie. I guess there's some people who may make that during the holidays, a special recipe that's chocolate chip. I just don't think chocolate chip for holiday. No. I also like a gingerbread. A that's ginger, a good one. Uh, not, not a gingerbread. Yeah, gingerbread cookie. But, yeah. I do enjoy a good sugar cookie. That'd be your favorite, your number one. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. When did you have your first food epiphany? My first, what, what does that mean? Like when I. Like, okay, I need to get into food. There's some things here that. I don't think I ever had one. Never had one. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, let me see. My first food epiphany, like. I can't say that I've had a food epiphany. I've had a wine epiphany, but not a food epiphany where it's like, I want to learn how to make this. This is like awesome, and I want to do this. What I did enjoy was a couple of dinner clubs that we did have, and we would cook certain... um, when from we would get to, from different regions, I did Cultures. enjoy that. Yeah, that, that was, was a, lot of, a lot of fun, and that really exposed me to a lot of different foods. I've always wanted to try different things, and I'm not opposed to trying different foods and from different places. I will try everything at least once. Um, but epiphany. a food epiphany, I, I don't think I've ever had that. Have you? Oh, of course. I mean, I. Think about where I came from and where I'm Well, I, yeah. Well, what was your food epiphany that made you go, Well, I, I want to do that? I, I, don't re- I don't remember exactly what the dish was, but it was more of a person who got me to try foods and do different things. You're welcome. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly wasn't you. You've made it clear you don't cook. I d- well, okay. You do survival cooking. I, yes, I yeah. always say Weekday I did survival. survival. PB&J, yes. bowl cereal. Although, I did want to do all the fun cooking, but you took over all that. I did. And I wanted it to be good. Was That's that, not nice. That wasn't nice? I'm sorry. <laughs> You're, you don't complain. You always have a glass of wine in your hand. And you I just do. watch me and go, can I help you with anything? And you hope I say no. Wine makes every <laughs> food taste better. My, my food epiphany... To what food could be, and it wasn't a particular dish, but it was the Food Network. Because, you know, yes. I, I was, uh, you know, that guy who was very picky eater. I know. But I like to cook out back. So, you know, smoking for barbecue or yes. cooking on the grill or whatever it was. And then came Guy's Big Bite on the Food Network. And mm-hmm. I saw this, what I thought then, you know, this cool dude cooking some food and he did you know a lot of inside cooking things and i don't mm-hmm. remember exactly what the recipes are i don't remember what to call them i can remember a couple of like stews winter stews that i made and i went do you okay. know i remember one of the first things you made from the him. onion cake yes and there was another one okay the pork lay. i don't remember that yep okay. i do so he was the one who made me go man food can be not not only was it the epiphany of how good food could be but also as a dude, you don't have to cook everything outside. You know, it doesn't have to be on the grill, so to speak, right. or the smoker. I can cook inside some more kind of technical dishes and some different flavors, and that was my epiphany for food. And ever since then, I've just loved experimenting, cooking, finding new flavors, finding new foods from different regions and cultures, and it's just been a lot of fun. It's a journey, a lot of fun. I know, I've, and I have enjoyed the rewards of this journey. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> Okay. So it's my turn? Your turn. Okay. Fire away. Let's see what else we got here. 
Okay. I don't know if I could answer this. But which new gourmet ingredient does not impress you? Oh, I can't answer this. Yeah, it's, it's not new, but it's a gourmet ingredient. It's a gourmet ingredient, and I think we have discussed this quite a few times, you and I. And it would be saffron. Doesn't impress you. It does not impress me. I'm, I, it, it's too very overpowering for me. A lot of people love saffron and love it. I, it's okay for me. For- I could do without saffron. For me, it's, I don't know why it says new. I don't, I don't it know. It doesn't have to be new. Yeah, I was going to say, because I don't know what would be. gourmet ingredient. I don't know what new ingredients there are, but uh, a, what I call a gourmet ingredient would be truffle oil. I, I'm not a huge fan because I don't think people use it properly. So that would be mine for being. Uh, gourmet ingredient does not, not impress impressed. you. You're not impressed with, or truffle you're just oil. not impressed with how people use it. I'm just not impressed with it or how people use it. Okay. I think it's fine, but I think a lot of people go, ooh, truffle oil. Well, you know, you know they got wow. all those truffle just fries like and all that. And it's, yeah. Saffron, I'm not. Just, and have you had truffle fries? Does it blow you away? No. Are you super impressed with no. them? No. That's my point. Yeah. People charge you an extra four bucks, but it's not that great. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay, you ready for the next one? Yes. What are your favorite kitchen aromas? So you can have more than one. Oh, I do. I do know. Okay. Kitchen aromas. I love the smell of uh, onion, you know, um, cooking sauteing onions with garlic. Gotta have the garlic. Love that smell. I also love the smell of uh, jalapenos. Roasting jalapenos. Okay. I love that. I think that takes, yes. Uh, Oh, and can I do more? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Uh, (laughs) Carmen. Maybe it's not necessarily in the kitchen, but you can do it in the kitchen. I don't like it in the kitchen. I like it outside. That's what she said. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, I like the smell of the roasting of the chilies. You know, oh, like the hatch yeah. chilies. Oh, I love that smell. That it just it that's one of the comfort smells. Maybe takes me back. Okay. Home. So, those are the smells I like. Mine, mine are similar to yours. I would agree with the ones that you mentioned, but just to try to add a couple of more. Which ones did I mention that you like? The onion and garlic. <gasps> The roasted jalapenos are that type of. I love that when we make sauces and stuff. It just smells great in here. Um, but I'm also in the kitchen. I like, you know, in the mornings, coffee. You know, uh, having that yeah. the aroma of coffee, I absolutely what love it. What was the question again? Kitchen aromas. What are your oh, favorite kitchen, kitchen aromas. aromas? You know, I'm not a coffee drinker, but I do like the smell of coffee. Okay. And then I would say um, when you're searing a steak with the garlic and the butter and the thyme and the rosemary that might be in there, and you're just kind of, uh, that's a... You don't like it because it gets kind of smoky, but I like yeah. that aroma. It's one okay. that I'm going, Oof, I'm ready. Yeah. No, one, I get it. I, that's really not one of my aromas, but for me, it's the onions and the garlic. I love that smell. That's jalapenos. my number one. And then the roasting of the hatch peppers or any peppers outside. Oh, just love it. I mean, I'm a huge garlic fan, so... The onions and the garlic, because you get the, the the onions kind of going and softened, and then you get to a point where you're going to mince up 
some fresh garlic, throw it in for two minutes or so. Mm -hmm. But that just kick of a aroma that just comes off it, that fragrant kind of love it. I mean, absolutely love it. That would be my number one. That's your mouth watering. Yeah, that would be my number one. Oh, I agree. I agree. That would be be the number one coffee that, yeah, because I'm just not a big coffee drinker. So let's see, what else do we have here? What are your favorite meals for under $10? I don't know what that means. Is it a meal I got to cook it at home and the cost, total cost is $10 per person? Or is it going out somewhere and you're buying something and it's under 10 bucks? I'm going to say going out somewhere and buying it for 10 bucks. Under 10 bucks. Okay. Uh, It's when we go to El Paso and it's Chico's Tacos. Oh, yeah, I love Chico's Tacos. Give me a double that's a, that's, I can get a double order with my fries, and I'm still, it's a Coke, and I'm still less than 10 bucks. Yes, you are. You could probably yeah. get two meals with a Coke yep. and fries and under Chico's 10 bucks. Chico's Tacos. I love Chico's. Yes, that's a good one. Did I one. steal that from you? No, I was thinking Chick fil A. Okay, Although that's it's a good, boring. But uh, well, okay. I know, but it's a good meal. My, well, it's one of my favorite meals okay. for under ten bucks. Yeah, I guess you can get a. Would salad you say there. Chico tacos is one of your favorite meals for under ten bucks? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, if I'm going, what's my favorite meal? I mean, obviously we don't live there now, but when we go home, do well, we get chocolate? Chico, yes. Chico's okay. Tacos? If we go home, we can find a lot of good Mexican food for under ten bucks. But Chico's Tacos always tops on a list. Yes, it does. And it's under 10 bucks. Yes, it does. That's my favorite. Okay. That or Brown Bag Deli. That or Gorditas from Delicious Restaurant. Okay. Okay, we're, now we're just talking El Paso food. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm going to pick a different one because that one, I think, is kind of going to reach back into the bowl. Get a different one? Yeah, I didn't like that question. If I don't like it, I'm not reading it, Sandra. Okay. Oh, if you could use only one cookbook for the next year, which would you choose? Betty Crocker cookbook. The old one we have? The old one that I have. I love that Uh, one. Mine would be... It's got everything in it. Okay. Are you done? Yes. Okay. I thought you were. Go ahead. Uh, Mine is The Food Lab by Kenji. Okay. Yeah, that's too sophisticated for me. But it's got... It's like... Three inches thick. If I got to go a whole year with cooking out of one cookbook, his is going to, you know, go the furthest for me. And it's some great recipes, some great techniques, some fun things to try. So, Kenji, the food lab, would be my answer. Well, that's good. That's a, that's a, compli- that's a big book. I'm, I'm more simple. It's a simple. year. I got I'm out. more simple. This Betty Crocker has tons of recipes from appetizers to breads to okay. desserts. It's got everything in it. Well, you haven't really fully looked it, looked through it. Okay. You need to take your word for it. it. Are you in love with sriracha? No, sriracha's I, fine. It's I fine. love sriracha. I, I like sriracha. I well, like I don't know if I'm in love with sriracha. In love but to I me like means sriracha. no matter what you're eating, you want some sriracha on it. Yeah, no, I'm not in love. Me neither. With I think sriracha like is a fine hot sauce. It's fine. It's good. Yeah. It gives that nice little there's, kick. There's foods I want sriracha, and then there's other foods I want a different hot sauce. So it's not like sriracha is the ultimate for me. But there's certain things where sriracha hits. I mean, that's the one to go with. So I'm fine with sriracha. I'm not in love with it. But it's, it's good hot sauce. It's good enough. It's good enough. <laughs> you ready for another one? Sure.
What's the most unusual ice cream flavor you've tried? Ooh. Give me a minute. Let me think. Unusual. I know I've tasted some unusual. Mine's Hamburger Helper. What? I'm kidding. Oh. I just wanted to see your response. Unusual ice cream, ice cream flavor. flavor. Well. We don't eat a lot of ice cream. I don't cream. eat a lot of ice cream, and I can't think of what would be an unusual flavor. I, I Pistachio, maybe? That's not even that unusual. But it's not unusual I, I think it's a tough for me. One. We that don't usually go. No. We don't go outside the norm when we eat ice cream. We we kind of yeah. have our. So, favorites. what's your favorite ice cream flavor then? My favorite ice cream flavor. Give me your top three favorites. Okay, cookies and cream. Okay, I know it's simple and everybody has it. I'm also a, a just a straight chocolate guy. I like chocolate. And then give me Neo. I'm a Neo guy. Neapolitan. Yeah. The Get me some strawberry. You like it all mixed together? Hell yeah. Like it all three Otherwise, of them? why do it? Okay. You, you got to roll the ice cream scoop so you it just rolls all three up into a ball. And you put, okay. put about nine of those in one bowl and you're good. Okay. Okay. Well, my three. I like... Uh, Orange sherbet. Well, that's my number one. Okay. Is it really ice cream though? Yes, it it's, a, it's ice. ice cream. Okay. Because it's at 31 flavors, it's ice cream. Okay. Uh, the next one would be butter pecan. Okay. I love a butter pecan. And then I'm with you with the cookies and cream. I like a cookies I and cream. I think cookies and but cream I, it's Cookies and cream would be a number three. Butter pecan would be a number two. Orange sherbet. And then orange sherbet is my number one. Love. I'm a very citrus person i like a lot of citrus flavors yeah i i would put the neo at number three and then i would put chocolate at number two and then cookies and cream is my number one yeah i just like the the texture of the cookies and cream too getting the little pieces of cookie with the soft ice cream just nice to get the cold you know and then that little bite and the chewy of the cookie cookie in there so cookies and cream works for me i know it's probably a a very Easy answer, you know. Most people say that one, but well, no. Easy answer would be vanilla. Well, but we're we're not super adventurous when it comes to ice cream. I'm not no, a rocky road guy or a fudge whatever whatever. You know, I just kind of I'm simple when it comes to ice cream. Okay, here's a good one. Are you ready? Yep. Which retro cocktail would you most likely to order? Would you be most likely to order? I don't I, I don't know what what qualifies as as a retro. Okay, you want me to give you one? Yeah. Seven and seven. Is that a cocktail? That's just yeah. a mixed drink. It's a cocktail. Okay. I, I okay, okay. I'll give you another one. Okay. Long Island iced tea. Okay, that I can go with. For me, I'm probably going to be boring as the bourbon guy <sighs> and go a Manhattan. But that's not retro. Well, neither is a Long Island iced tea. Yeah, that's been around a long time. So is a Manhattan in an old-fashioned. Okay. Or a martini. You want me to say Well, martini? a martini, yeah. I'm just not a martini fan, so I can't say it. I like a martini. But I would say retro cocktail. I'm going to go Manhattan. Long Island iced tea. Haven't had one in a long time. If you Do you could, know how to make one? Nope. If you could have a private tour of any winery, which would you choose? I have no fl- Okay. She says, Del I have Dotto. no flip it, and then she's ready to go. I have no idea, but I'm going to say Del Dotto because what? you can drink a lot of wine Don't there. Don't say one you've already done. 
<laughs> Pick one that you would like to go to. I have no idea. Maybe something in Tuscany because I have no Sessicaia. idea. Oh, yes, Sasakaya. Okay. Or whatever else. It, yes. Okay. One of those. Um, Anything in Tuscany. How's that? Yeah, I don't know what I would say for, for a winery. Um, any champagne? I don't know any. Uh, probably Louis Roder. Then you could do Cristal and all Perignon. that. No, because I think you get more. I don't know. Dom Perignon makes dump. I think there's a house that owns some. They broke off. I don't know the whole history of it. But Louis Roder, I know, makes Cristal, which is one of the most popular champagnes. But they also have a a whole portfolio of champagnes that you could try while you were there. And I'm sure it's just a beautiful property and, and wine house and, and all kinds of stuff. So I, I'll say that. Okay. So okay. Okay. You ready for the next one? Yes. Okay. I, I feel like we're missing one in this category, but it's, it's the question somebody put in here, so we're going to ask it the way it is. Man, this is actually four questions in one. Oh, Lord. It's like a book. Waffles or pancakes? Okay. Which one is the best? Uh-huh. Do you stack them or put them side by side? Uh-huh. Do you put syrup on each piece if they're stacked, or do you put it on the side and dip? Okay. So waffles or pancakes first? Waffles. Seriously? Yes. I'm pancakes all the way. I like waffles. I, I, I'll eat a pancake if it's offered. I like a pancake, don't get me wrong, but I, I like the okay, so texture of a waffle. I like a waffle. I'm going to throw the other one that's missing out of here. French toast? So French toast. Well, <laughs> and again, I asked the question. Yes. R- rank all three. French toast, waffles, pancakes. Three to one. Number one being your favorite. Pancakes? Or three. Waffles? Or two. French toast. It's number one. Yes. Okay. That's right. how, how about you? So for me, it would be French toast number three, waffles number two, and pancakes. We are so one. opposite. Some of us are right, and some of us carry and those who are And you are so wrong. No. Okay, right. go on. What's so the next question? We so, answered which one is best. Do you stack or not stack? You like to eat it one piece okay. at a time. If, you don't stack. Are, 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 we, are we going? Uh, yeah, I don't stack. Stacking means okay. you're going to take one bite of three pieces because there's sta- three pancakes or three pieces of French toast. Or- okay, if I, had, if I had French toast, I wouldn't stack. Waffles, no stack. Pancakes, probably stack. Okay. Are we using French toast in this? I think you can. Okay. You can throw it in. Okay. So I'm, I'm a stack guy, and I'm like the bottom one, syrup, and the next one on top, syrup, the next one on oh, top. Oh, I didn't even get syrup. to that part yet. I know. I'm going to let you get there. That's what she said. Ugh. And what? That was an accident. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, so I like syrup on each piece. I know some people will stack and just put syrup on the top one. Way too dry. I mean, respect the syrup. Give it its due. Yes, put it I on agree. All three put it pieces, on all or however layers. many stacks you have. Yeah. Yes. So you're so not. So you're a, not a dipper. You are. I can be. Yeah. You go both ways. Yeah, it depends on my mood. And if I'm watching, <laughs> if I'm watching what I'm eating. Why are you laughing? If I'm watching the calories that I'm eating, it, it would depend. You're more if aware, I'm, so you don't drizzle it and exactly. Syrup and try to just take exactly. A if bit. I don't care, then I'll You're pouring pour it, it all over. Okay. But if I'm caring how much I'm eating, then I will. Do you dip. agree with me that if you're going to eat sugar-free syrup, just don't? No, order don't eat. Don't. No, you got to have the regular. Syrup. 
Okay, yes. You don't order sugar-free syrup. You have to have the regular syrup. Or don't get it. Exactly. I mean, it's like, you know, ordering a Diet Coke. You don't do it. If you're going to get a Coke, get a Coke. Those of you who drink Diet Coke, I'm not going to say anymore. You know who you are. Okay, exactly. you're up. What's the next question? Well, what was the, is that all the parts to that question? Yeah, the last one was, uh, yeah, do you put the syrup on each piece or uh, and pour it over the top, or do you put it on the side and dip? Ah. So we okay. already answered all that. Yes. Okay. Which pastry would be your top choice with your morning coffee? Mine would be a um, a walnut muffin. A walnut muffin. Mm-hmm, with my coffee. Okay. Well, I'm not a coffee drinker, but if I were to be a coffee drinker, which pastry of choice? Ooh, I would probably say some kind of uh, sweet bread. Okay. Fair enough. Like my, uh, when I say sweet, sweet bread, I mean uh, like Mexican your Mexican sweet bread. Sweet bread. Like a pan dulce. Mm-hmm. Pan okay. dulce. Some kind of pan dulce that you can dip because I'm a dipper. You are a dipper. You ruin, yep. you ruin Oreos. I don't. You I do. make them better. Mm-hmm. You get <laughs> chunks in your milk. <laughs> then you have more flavor. Do you like to dip your fries in ketchup, ranch, gravy, or a milkshake? What would be rank those? Four to one. You got ketchup, ranch, gravy, and milkshake. Four to one. The last one I would do would be gravy. So that's number four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, what was it? Ranch, ketchup. Milkshake. Then milkshake. Okay. Number two. Then. Ranch or ketchup? Uh, it would depend on the ranch. So maybe ranch and then ketchup. Okay. So ketchup's your number one. Yes. Boy, you're adventurous. Well, ranch, I it, for me, it depends on... The ranch. I'm going to go number four for me is ranch, number three ketchup, number two milkshake, number one gravy. Milkshake, especially in the summertime. Milkshake, summertime, gravy, wintertime. I mean, they're kind of 1A, 1B. They're both great. Way better than ketchup and ranch. I mean, boring. They're not boring. They're... Ketchup and ranch on a french fry? Again, a little, it, could be, it, it could be a spicy ranch, uh, spicy ketchup. Doesn't say that. But it could be. But doesn't you d- it doesn't say, but it could be. Okay. You're up. You oh. Pull the next one. Okay. Let's see. Um, where would you go to eat if you had $1,000 to spend? $1,000 to spend. I mean, I'm probably going to go somewhere with a really good wine list. <laughs> right? I mean, I can get <laughs> yes. a burger with a badass wine. I'm happy. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what are you going to get? Or probably you'd be able to go somewhere with a good wine list and get three bottles of wine to go with, you know, dinner. A thousand bucks, that's a pretty healthy uh, budget. That is a very healthy budget. Because you can get, you know, like a $100 bottle, a $200 bottle, and another $300 bottle. You're 600 bucks in. You still got 400 bucks for food. It might depend on where you live, too. Could. Could. But, I mean, I would say for me, I'd probably go to a boozy. Because their wine and champagne list and their food is really good. And I would probably go at brunch. Yes. And then just enjoy a few hours there drinking and eating. What about Mastro's? Never been. I've never been either. That's maybe where I would spend $1,000. Okay. So that's your answer. But this is all here in 
Houston. Our area, yeah. That's where I'd, I'd go to a boozy. And we've been there. I like it. They have I would like to hear list. where other people would go. That's a great. There you go. Maybe that's somewhere we, we need to put on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if I like this one. We kind of <laughs> did it. Do you dip your fries in ketchup or do you drizzle ketchup over the fries? I like to dip. Me too. That's pretty straightforward and easy. I don't know of very many people who pour ketchup anymore. You don't. You used to see that, and they would eat them with, with a fork. But I don't think you see that much anymore. I think almost everybody is, is dipping. Yeah, I think the only time I would have anything on my fries would be like chili cheese fries or something. Like then you're that. using a fork too. Yeah. But yeah. Like uh, ketchup. I, yeah. You're dipping ketchup. I don't know if anybody. You're right. I don't think I've seen anybody yeah. really just. Back in the day, if you went to like a nicer restaurant, you know, and you still got a burger and fries, I think you might have drizzled it and ate it with a fork. Maybe if you got steak and fries or something like that, you might have eaten them with a fork. Right. But even today, I think everybody just dips. It's acceptable. Yep. Okay. I do. Okay. Do you prefer restaurants where you can order small plates or have small or plates. a full-size entree? Small plates. The more you can explore the menu and taste the flavors that they're putting out, that's what I would prefer. I agree. I agree. Tapas and things like that. Family style, when you go with friends where you can order order multiple things and everybody just kind of shares, way prefer that over just having my meal. Most definitely. I, I like, well, you know me, I like small plates. I like to share my food. But a variety, a variety of flavors, yeah. a variety of things to you try. You can try different things. I agree. What's next? Uh, I don't know why one of these is in here, but dark... Milk or white chocolate, which is better? Dark milk or white chocolate? I don't know why white chocolate's in there. It's not chocolate. I'm going to go dark. <laughs> I like a dark chocolate much better. Over. I, I used to be a, a milk chocolate kind of guy when I was, you know, had an immature palate. <laughs> now that I've grown up, I'm a big boy with a big boy palate. I like dark chocolate. I really like dark chocolate, especially with a good red wine. Certain do you wines. like do you like dark chocolate with some salt on it? Yes, very do you, much. Do you like You lose me with caramel. You don't like caramel. I don't I don't not that I don't like it, I don't want it on my chocolate. Caramel and some other dishes is fine, but not on my chocolate. Like a Rolo? Yeah, I don't want that at all. Not interested. Why am I just learning this? You don't like caramel. We all okay, have secrets, what about babe. those? We all have secrets. <laughs> what about those chocolates that have a filling inside, like a small filling, no, no, like a Ghirardelli no, with something? No, you're ruining the chocolate. You don't like any of that. Uh, I mean, I'll eat it. It's not my favorite. If you ask me, do you want it like this, or do you want just a good solid piece of, you know, dark chocolate, you know, seventy-two percent cocoa? That's what I want. Okay. And again, I'm right. Mm, You're no. up. What do you got? Nope. nope you went dark chocolate, right? But you prefer yours to have some kind of. And not jello, that I prefer. I don't center. mind it. I love it. So does that I'll, mean you prefer a Jello donut over a regular donut? You like the filling? Yes. Really? Yes. Favorite filled donut? Strawberry or yeah, cherry or raspberry? Claire. Oh, that's good too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What you got? Okay. Which style of beer do you enjoy most? Stout. And I don't like beer. At all. 
<laughs> that was easy. Don't, yeah. I don't Move like on. beer. My next one would be a porter. I like the darker beer. Well, what? How would you? What did you start out with? What was the beer you started Loggers. out with? Yeah, what? The lagers, ales. I've never gotten into IPAs. There's a few I can drink, but overall, I'm not a fan of IPAs. So, what was the first beer you had? Do you remember? Bud Light, Coors Light, uh, probably Pabst Blue Ribbon was the first one I've had. But the, the the regular drinking beer growing up when we were all you know drinking before we were legally legally able to. And even when you were legally able to, the top three would have been uh, Bud Light, Coors Light, and Keystone Light. Uh, Pap's Blue Ribbon was when you'd sneak a can from my grandpa. Him and, him and his buddy Glenn would always drink Pap's Blue Ribbon. Pap's Blue Ribbon. Yeah. I've never even heard of that. Never heard of it? No. A lot of people listening know what Pap's Blue Ribbon is. It's PBR, babe. <laughs> PBR. Get on board. <laughs> You're missing out. I have no idea. You need to. Yeah, I know. Your beer Coors, knowledge is lacking. I, it is. Yeah. I know Coors Light and Bud Light and Miller Light and Miller and Budweiser. I know your top brands, and they all taste the same to me. They all taste the same? They all taste the same to me. I just don't like You used like to say that about wines, and now you know the difference. Well, yes, and, and I just n- never like the taste of beer. Well, that's all right, and whatsoever yeah. sorry folks that's just not in my flavor profile at all okay what's the next one up okay the next question is if you gave a foodie friend a tour of the area you live in where would you visit barbecue I'd, barbecue yeah mine would be katie asian town Yes. Barbecue is really Asian good. food. I think Texas in general, you know, people expect to get barbecue. I think they'd be blown away by going to, you know, either if we live in Katy, so Katy Asian Town, which is a great Asian community. I hear a lot of restaurants and bakeries and coffee shops, tea shops. But uh, also, if you went into Houston and you went into Chinatown, there's some great food over there that I think people would just be blown away with. I would have to agree with you. I changed Change, my answer. You're changing it? Yes. Yes, you're absolutely you. right. Yes. Yeah. Because that's something you don't expect here in Houston is Asian food. And that's something we have grown to I, love and appreciate. I think Houston in general is underrated as a food town. Uh, not, not that we don't have great food, but we're not recognized for how good our, our cuisines are. Uh, our diversity in, in, in foods and cultures here that are being represented. Because I think people think Houston, Texas, barbecue is what, barbecue and steaks, right? Yeah. First thing you think of. But I think when people come here and uh, have friends who can expose them to not just the different cultures, you know, whether it be Asian foods or Indian foods or, um, you know, uh, other foods that are available, but also then just the, uh, the local kind of mom and pop places mm-hmm. that just their takes on some American dishes that they've just changed and elevated and, and made their own are fantastic places Absolutely. as well. So Houston, very underrated when it comes to food. But uh, if I'm going to wow a foodie friend, something Asian that we have here yeah, in town. Yeah, that, that's, really good that's a, I, I changed my answer, and I agree with you with the Asian food. Okay. Because Let's do... You got one more. I'll do one more, and one then we'll, more. Sh- we'll get ready to close out the okay, show. Okay, sounds good. All right, let's see here. If 
<laughs> if you could set aside any wine for a special event, which would you choose? Read it one more time. If you could set aside any wine for a special event, which would you choose? Does it have to be a wine we own currently? Or no, it, it just says any wine. If any, oh. set aside any wine for a special event, which would you choose? I, I would probably say a Mouton Rothschild from Bordeaux. One of the first growths. You? I have no idea what that is. Okay. But okay. What would you pick? Menage a trois? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, any wine for Freak a show? special event, which would you choose? Freak show? I would probably... These are actually wines, I, I think. <laughs> I would probably set aside any kind of champagne. Any kind of champagne? Well... Like a Dom Perignon? Something nice. Yes. I mean, this is intended yes. to be a nice bottle yes. of wine. A okay. Dom Perignon. A, a okay. champagne. Okay. A champagne. I can yeah. get on board with that. I'm going to let you answer this one first. Oh, no. Where would your dream picnic be served? And then after this, we'll close out the show. Your dream picnic. Like, do I have to actually name a place? Because I don't know a name place. I can't name a place. You can say a country or whatever, you know. Well, I'll I'll say a setting. How's that? Okay. On a hill, overlooking, believe it or not, some water. Nice, grassy hill. I guess I'm thinking more of like um, Scotland or New Zealand type setting. Over a hill, looking over some water on a on some nice, beautiful grass. That's, I don't know that place. Okay, it's a so it's place not a in my mind. Place or a no, food place no or? it's actually okay. not. It's actually not. But I would have a nice picnic with some, some kind of meats or foods and absolutely a great bottle of wine. But that would be my perfect setting. I don't know the name of the place, but I know the picture that I have. Yeah, I, mine mine would be very similar to yours. I think uh, mine would be in Greece, though, but a very similar type setting, up on a cliff overlooking the uh, the ocean with sunset. You know, mm-hmm. the sun going down with just beautiful, perfect weather. Meaning, you know, not hot, not cold. Maybe enough. April twenty first. You have to wear you have to wear a, a long sleeve shirt. But then just, you know, a great bottle of wine. You obviously there with me would make it, you know, great. And uh, some great Mediterranean food. A couple of bottles of wine because you're probably going to have to have a white and a red. for Mediterranean food. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that would be my setting. Yeah. Mine would have to, yeah, just like that. You said Scotland. I mean. I said something like that. Some kind of. You might say coast of Spain. Setting like that. I want like. A lot of hills in the background. Big behind you. In the behind me or the water's in yes, front of yes, you. Yes, yes, behind me. Green okay. grass. That's uh, that's my setting. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Sun going down, middle yeah. of the day. Sun coming up. It's a picnic. Middle of the day. Middle of the day. Middle of the day. Middle of the day. Okay. Well, honey, mm-hmm. thanks for doing the show. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. The salad bowl. Does that mean you're excited to come back? When we get done, are you going to ask me, can I come back on? Or probably not. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Food, Wine, and Whiskey. And until our next episode, enjoy your next pour.
Thanks, Sandra. You're welcome. 